all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Well, shalom. What's going on, everybody? It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you are watching from and share this video tonight. Be a digital missionary and literally use your mobile device to transform somebody else's life. Every time you share, you are literally changing somebody's life. The decisions every single week that get made for people to become Christians is absolutely amazing. And guess what? You and I, we are part of that. Um, God uses us to be digital missionaries to reach other people. And I want you to really consider that it, with everything that's happening in the world around you, everything happening in your region, everything happening in your state, your city, your community, um, it can sometimes uh, be difficult to lose um, a sense of what really matters. And what really matters are the lives that are impacted and changed because you use your social media to impact the life of somebody else. Every single week, on prayer. Every single week during our Harvest Church streams on Wednesday and Sundays, people come to Jesus. Can we celebrate that? Every single week, people come to the Lord and it's absolutely amazing. So I want to always encourage you to remain faithful in doing that. I want to always encourage you to remain diligent in doing that because it literally is transforming the lives of people that you may never meet, but they will say to you, thank you for sharing. Thank you for uh, 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 getting the word out. Thank you for putting it on your page. Thank you for sharing the link. Um, just consider that the only thing you can take with you when you exit the earth, it's not your 401k. It is not going to be uh, your, uh, your savings. It's not going to be your business. The only thing you can take with you are the lives that were transformed because you use your life um, to transform them. So let's make sure that we share. Come on in, guys. Let's share. I'm adding now all of our platforms. So we are live now across the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Instagram pages. And uh, of course, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We welcome you. So glad that you are with us tonight. And uh, again, come on in, everybody. Like the video. Tell me where you are watching from and share this thing tonight. As I was just saying, this is the only thing that you get to take with you. That um, that when you're standing in front of the Lord, the list of names that know the Lord because of you, that's the only thing you get to take with you. And I don't know about you, but I want it to be said that I use my life to transform the lives of other people. I want it to be said um, that people came to the Lord. What's going on? I want it to be said that people came to the Lord as a result of what we're doing. All right, so share this. What are we doing? Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour across a multitude of digital platforms. YouTube, Bishop Foreman and Harvard Church YouTube, Bishop Foreman and Harvard Church Facebook, Periscope, 
um, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, our app, and I think I get everything. And then the Bishop Oman and Harvard Search Instagram pages. Every single Monday night, we gather together to pray. And uh, we do this because we know that prayer has power. So there's this word we use often. It is this word shalom. Can I? And you'll see people greeting me that way. We greet one another. It's part of the culture of Harvest because every time we use the term shalom, we are prophesying. Shalom is the Hebrew word for peace. In fact, when you look at the city Jerusalem, it means the city of Salem. Salem is um, the English uh, version of Shalom. It is the word that means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well. So can I get you to just release that if you're on a social network, the word Shalom, because when you release it, you are more than just saying hello to people. You're doing more than just saying peace to people. What you are literally doing is you are prophesying to them. You are foretelling and foretelling to them. Nothing is missing in your life. Nothing is broken in your life. Nothing is lacking in your life. All is well. And you got to learn how to speak life over your life. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. Well, Bishop, it feels like uh, you ain't lying. You're prophesying. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. Come on, y'all. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. That is is your confession. And I want, there's several things that I want to, uh, for us to cover in prayer. And I see you guys from all over in Canada and Atlanta and Birmingham. I see you from all over. Um, there's a lot we're going to cover in prayer tonight. I encourage you every single week to set aside this hour of time from 7 to 8 Mountain Time, that's 9 to 10 Eastern, um, 8 to 9 Central, and then 6 to 7 Pacific Time. Set aside this time. Make it matter. I really encourage you to like make this time matter. Set it aside in your agenda. Set it aside in your schedule. Set your alarm and really focus in. For most, this is going to be the longest consecutive time of prayer that you pray all week. And can I tell you, for what God's about to do in your life, it requires prayer. I want you to speak this over your life. Just put this word on the screen in all caps. All caps means you're hollering it. All caps means you're screaming it. B-I-G. Put that on the screen. And ain't the notorious B-I-G. No, it's the Jesus B-I-G. I'm just saying. Listen, God's going to do something big. How do you know that, Bishop? The Bible says he does exceedingly, abundantly above all we ask or think. Exceedingly. That means it's bigger than. Abundantly. That means it overflows from above all we ask. That means we pray and then think. What we think produces what we say, produces what we do. And for many of you, for what the, the big that God is preparing for your life, it requires and commitment to prayer, all right? So prayer has power, so that's why we do it for one hour every single week. Um, listen, if it's your very first time, do me a favor before we jump in tonight, because when we go in, I'm probably going to go up and I'm going to stay up. Uh, what do you mean by go up and stay up? When we when we step into prayer, I'm probably going to stay there consecutively for a long period of time. And so when we do that, uh, I want to get all these announcements out of the way. Um, so if it's your first time in prayer, even if you're watching on the replay, do me a favor and um, just do the hand wavy emoji or say my first time. Would you do that? We just want to shoot some love your way. Just let you know we are grateful and glad that you are with us tonight. Listen, guys, I appreciate and love all of you. And especially those of you who have been rocking with me for prayer for we've been doing it for a while. I need to go back and see when we first started doing it. But just to let you know that I am so grateful that you are part of this with me uh, for everybody from Harvest Church, the Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College, Harvest Foundation, all of the different things that we do. We're grateful. And then, of course, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We love and appreciate y'all. All right. Um, so if you don't have our app, I want you to get our app because yesterday's message, first of all, first of all, yesterday's message. Oh, my God. How many of you um, were blessed by yesterday's message, introducing Hannah? God, dog, when I was preparing that word, let me tell somebody said, my prayer is how I found harvest. Isn't that amazing? Through prayer. That's how you find your church, find your pastor. 
Um, what's amazing to me about yesterday's message, how many of y'all were blessed? And just pipe on the screen, if you saw yesterday's message, something that spoke life to you. We're in a gradual reopening. And so uh, yesterday, I think, was the highest, um, one of the highest numbers we, we were able to get into the building um, for experiences yesterday uh, since the pandemic began and quarantine began. And uh, I see, wow, bless, right? Yesterday's message was stupidly, ridiculously, incredibly amazing. I see that word was fire over here. Come on, what was that word? What was that word? Uh, uh, wow, bless. Listen, listen. <laughs> Yesterday's message blessed my entire house. Let me tell you something. Uh, it spoke to my situation now. Wow. The whole message spoke to me. And that thing has been speaking to me again some more as I was preparing for Wednesday um, and, and grabbing part of that. Um, that thing just spoke to me in a whole fresh way. Let me say to you, do not miss Wednesday's message uh, at Harvest. Um, uh, yes, church will continue on. <laughs> uh, even if America has not declared who the winner of the election is, I'm going to pray over that in a minute because some of you all are really letting the election stress you out and I need you not to allow it to stress you out. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter who the president is. You know who your king is. It does, hear me, America. It does not matter who the president is. And what I mean by that is certainly it matters from practical purposes, but I don't need you to be stressed. I've talked to several people over the last few days where you've got stress and you've got anxiety and you're panicking and you're like so worried about that. I need you not to worry about it. America has had crazy people in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue before the current occupant. All right. So I need you not to be worried. I need you not to have fear. I need you not to have anxiety. I need you not to have panic. I don't care who they, they could put Daffy Duck in there. It would probably be better than what's in there. You can put Daffy Duck in there. And let me tell you something. I am still going to be blessed. Still going to prosper. Still going to do well. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible says in Romans 8, 28, that God makes all things work together, which means it does not really matter. We're going to hit that in prayer in a moment. It does not really matter who sits in that office. And so if you're a Democrat, great. If you're Republican, great. If you're independent, great. Whatever. Just vote. Just vote. Do you hear what I'm saying? Just vote. I made a decision um, to um, to approach this election the way that I did on purpose because I realized that politics can be very divisive. And Harvest, we have people of all different backgrounds. We have white people, we have black people, we have young people, we have not as young people. We have uh, people who are, are uh, come from great financial means. We have people who started from the bottom and now they're growing. Uh, people from all types of backgrounds. So I just decided this particular election, I said, what I will do is I will present to you uh, those that I think and you should hear what it is that they have to say. And you do what you're going to do. You make your decisions, but do not be worried. I'm uh, I'm downtown and uh, in the city center. And I was doing my exercise this afternoon. And what amazed me is that it's boarded up. I mean, like the whole downtown, and they're doing this in major cities. At the White House in America, they've got this, this huge fence that they built around them. And I said, I mean, I, I almost kind of wondered. I was like, what did, is there a notice that they didn't give us? Like, what are y'all preparing for? This is something else. Uh, and then I just had to calm all that down. And I just said, there will be no fear. Come on, y'all. No fear, no anxiety, no panic. All right. I don't care if Donald wins. Great. I don't care if Vice President Biden wins. That's great. At the end of the day, Jesus is my king. Come on. This presidency is going to change every four years. And so at the end of the day, come on, I need y'all to speak that Jesus is my king. Please type that on the screen. Jesus is my king. Please, y'all, every social network. Jesus is my king. If you're on the Harvest Channel or you're on 
uh, uh, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, just make that declaration. Jesus is my king. And you can't vote a king in and you can't vote a king out. So just please make sure that you vote. We're going to cover that in prayer. But since I was on it, I figured I'd hit it. Do, do not look for example. I heard people say, oh my God, I'm so concerned if, if the current occupant, if he keeps, oh my God. Then I heard people say, oh, but what if the new guy? I said, listen, stop all of that. I said, listen, Jesus is your king. Like, is your faith, is your faith in the United States government? Oh my God. That's the worst place to paste your faith. Your faith is in Jesus. That's who my faith is in. And however you choose to vote based on your own interest, that's between you and that's between your ballot and that's between God. All right. So there is that. But anyway, just please make sure that you vote. And tomorrow, if you have our app, which is what I was about to talk about, you are going to get a uh, an app. Um, or you're going to get a, um, you're going to get a, uh, you're going to get a thing tomorrow morning from the app that just gives you, in case you have questions on how to vote with a link that'll just point you in the right direction so that you can do all of that when you want to move in that. All right. Um, so, so, so that is, that is what we're doing. Okay. So I just need you all to, to be mindful of that, but please make sure if you're in America that you vote. All right. Get that app. Cause I was talking about yesterday's message, introducing Hannah. And uh, in our app, you can get that. And again, I'm doing all of my announcements up front because in a moment when we go up in prayer, when I go up there, I'm staying up there. All right. So I just need y'all to get ready. I'm doing all the announcements. So, you know, get ready, get your neck propped, all that, because we're, we're fasting and we're praying. This is day two. We're coming to the end of and our 21 days of fasting and prayer. And at the end of the day, uh, it is going to be absolutely um, an amazing time of prayer tonight and then throughout. Um, but in that, introducing Hannah, that message was so amazing to me. Get our app, text the word HARVEST to 59769. Can I give you a few of you type that on each platform? Text the word HARVEST to 59769 and, uh, and you'll be able to get connected to everything that is related to, uh, everything that's related to... Uh, um, uh, to our app. And in that, you're going to be able to get the message um, yesterday, introducing Hannah. Um, can you all tell me, share with me some of what that message spoke to you, some of what that message spoke to you on the different platforms. Can you just do a Twitter chat? What is some of what that message spoke to you? What did the message speak to you? What did the message say? Come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. What did the message speak to you? What did the message say to you yesterday? Introducing Hannah. Because we're going to cover that in prayer. But get the app, text Harvest to 59769 so you can get that app. And uh, and then, of course, you can always watch any messages on our podcast, on our YouTube, on our um, our, um, what, our Facebook pages, the Harvest channel. So many different digital ways because the people of Harvest, faithful, their faithful giving and our faithful giving, since they're there, because I'm giving too, our faithful giving uh, makes it happen. All right. Um, irritation leads to pearls. Yes. I didn't realize that Hannah did a fast. Yes. Panina provoked. Hannah into fasting. Mama says she did not eat. That literally is the definition of a fast, the alter one's diet. All right, what else? Y'all talk to me, something that the message spoke to you from yesterday, that the message spoke to you from yesterday, from the message spoke to you from yesterday. Come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. I see you. Hello, God bless you. Glad that you're on prayer with us tonight. What provoked us is leading us to a new chapter. Yes, yes, yes. What else? Y'all talk to me. Y'all talk to me. I'm. Still, come on, Facebook, where y'all at? Come on, YouTube, where y'all at? Where your comments at? Um, that Hannah was provoked to fast and pray. How the people who are supposed to lift you can sometimes be your biggest haters. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's what happened. Uh, Hannah and Panada were on the same team. They were supposed to be fighting together. Um, we're going to cover a lot of that in prayer, but I just really encourage everybody to go watch that so you can get prepared for Wednesday's message. All right? Go watch that so you can get prepared for Wednesday's message and, uh, and you'll be able to do that. Let me also say this real quick. 
before we go up, once we go up in prayer, we're going up. Um, being provoked, her, her opposition motivated her. Yes, how Hannah was provoked consistently. Yes, for three years. Can I just get you to type the number three? What is it that you have been provoked by? And it's not recent. It's uh, See, listen, what, what your penina is predates the pandemic. Your penina predates the pandemic. I'm going to say it a third time. Your penina predates the pandemic. See, your penina is something that has been messing with you for a prolonged period of time. And we're going to cover all of that in prayer. Uh, but I simply want to say uh, to you that there's something significant about that number three. Something significant about that number three. Um, it takes three years for a pearl to be formed. And so if you're really honest about it, all the pandemic did, you ready for this? All the pandemic did was show you something, made you pay attention to something that has been going on for a while. Who am I talking to? The pandemic made you pay attention to an irritant that you were ignoring because it's easy to ignore an irritant because we think if we ignore it, it'll go away. And what the pandemic did was simply bring it to fruition, bring it to your face and make you deal with it and make you address it. All right. So, look, you got to make sure um, that you look at that message yesterday. Let me say this. Atlanta, if you're in the Atlanta area, do me a favor. If you're in Atlanta, do hashtag ATL or just type the word Atlanta on the screen and uh, just let us know that you are in the Atlanta area. We're excited. Uh, we're still building our launch team in the area. Um, we'll be moving to the pre-launch phase here shortly. All you got to do is text HCATL to 59769. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? Again, I'm getting all my announcements out of the way now because when we go in, we go in. Text HCATL to 59769. And you can be a part uh, and get more information about Harvest Church Atlanta. Don't forget to share your praise reports. Guys, I shared some praise reports from yesterday's experience um, that were amazing. Um, in fact, in fact, in fact, let me just read one of them to you real quick. I'm going to read a few of them to you real fast. It says, Shalom Bishop Foreman and Harvest. At the end of March, I sold $1,000 in the Harvest 100K Challenge. At the beginning of the pandemic, I declared my house is now. Bishop, thank you for being led by God in every message, declaration, prophetic word. Each year's message has been timely and God ordained. My 2020 has yielded a new church family and spiritual growth. That growth is in all caps. More money made in 10 months than any previous year of my career. $60,000 in loans, IRS debt, college tuition paid off. A $2,000 debt canceled. Two unexpected checks received. Monthly obligations paid in advance or on time. My health is better. I'm feeling better. My eating habits have changed. I have overflow I've never experienced. Someone anonymously bought my Starbucks. I got a free necklace. Because I complicated, uh, complimented, complimented, excuse me, somebody else. I've been blessed to uh, uh, to bless others. I have peace like a river, enjoy unspeakable. God deserves the honor and praise. Can we give God glory for that? Come on, before we go into prayer tonight, I need you to release a praise right there for somebody else's praise report. Because you need to know the Bible says we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. Before we go into prayer fully tonight, I want to set this stage in your house, in your car, wherever you're at. If you're in your cubicle, if you got this in your ears, wherever you're at, I need you to put a digital praise. Give God some computer love. Come on, put it on the screen right now. Why? Because we're going to set this stage, set this atmosphere all right, um, for the miraculous. All right, here's another praise report. Um, this one says, uh, he does exceedingly abundantly. Won't God do it? So long, Mr. Marvis, there's so many miracles happening in my life. I had to narrow it down just to two to share at this time. Number one miracle. I've been praying for months that God would bring all things into alignment in my life. I've been specifically praying God would bring my physical temple into alignment, talking about their body, and be brought back into God's original design plan. Two weeks ago, I got a medical report from a doctor who was in complete awe of my report. 
Without getting into details, my doctor emotionally informed me that something unusual is happening on the inside of my body. It is, my, listen to this, y'all. It is if my body is reversing in age on its own. Can you please tell God, thank you for that? Listen to this. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, it has corrected some major issues. I had the opportunity to share with her about my good, good father who was concerned about his creation. All glory to God for this extraordinary miracle. Miracle number two. In late September, I received an unexpected letter informing me of a large sum of money I owed the government. After several attempts to receive clarification on the matter, today, October 30, 2020, I heard back that it was a mistake. I owe zero dollars to the government. Look at God. God reversed the order of this situation. And instead of debt owing, they informed me I'd be receiving a direct deposit into my bank account. Won't he do it? Come on, y'all. I need you to put a praise on every digital platform. Come on. I need you to put a praise on every digital platform. What are we doing when we share these praise reports? We're raising your faith. We're overcoming the enemy. And for many of you, if you got a praise report, I don't care how big, I don't care how small, I encourage you to submit it into the app. Here is a uh, another one. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Uh, let me see. Let me just pick one. I'm just they're all over here. This is amazing. Promotion in a pandemic. So long, Bishop, your words don't fall to the ground, sir. On my job, another department approached me and asked if I'd be interested in working for their team. They told me they've been watching me and that I was excellent and work well under pressure. I applied for the promotion and it wasn't even two weeks. Their manager was looking for me and interviewed me the same day and hired me two weeks later. Bishop, you prophesy people will find you and I received it. Come on, y'all. Put a praise on the screen. So many praise reports. And I need you to make this declaration. You ready? Because it's easy to shout about other people's, but I need you to call this in for yourself. Say, my house is next. Come on, y'all. Make this declaration for yourself. My house is next. God, you're no respecter of persons. And if you've done it for somebody else, you can do the same thing for me. A couple quick more announcements, and then we're going fully into prayer. So send your praise report, all right? Also, don't forget, um, Ladies Night is coming up November 20th. Um, it will be in Denver and online. You can register for that on our website. And then we're in our fast right now. If you want to join us, hop on in. It doesn't matter if you started late. Come on in. Uh, if you're already fasting, you need instructions. You want to join us, you need instructions. I need you to text COMING to 59769. Can I get everybody to type that? Bishop, I thought you said we're going to change 59769. It's going to change. We just had so much going on with it right now. Uh, so many things we're doing. I didn't want to change it right in the middle. All right? So you can text coming to five nine seven six nine to be a part of to be a part of that. Okay, y'all ready? I can't wait to pray. Let's go, Father. In Jesus' name, we give you honor. We give you glory tonight, Father. We thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. We have gathered together across a myriad of digital networks, Father, to give you the glory. We let you know that you are our God. Father, we thank you uh, uh, that there will be an election tomorrow and uh, a president will be elected for America. But we thank you, Father, that we serve a God that cannot be elected. We serve a God that can't be voted in, can't be voted out. We serve a God whose approval rating is 100% because you have never lost. You have never failed. You have always succeeded. You are the God that leads us into triumph. And for that, we tell you thank you. And for that, we give you praise. And for that, we give you glory tonight as we gather digitally in prayer and on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network and on the Harvest Channel. In the name of Jesus, we say to you, God, we say to you tonight, Father, thank you. Thank you that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. We ask for forgiveness tonight, God, for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Father, thank you for forgiving us for the stuff we know we had no business doing. 
Thank you, God, for forgiving us for the stuff that we know we had no business being involved in. Your faithfulness, God, has kept us in the midst of sin. That's when we miss the mark. Your faithfulness has kept us in the midst of iniquity. And that is when we willfully do what we or when we practice generational things that are passed down. And your, your uh, faithfulness, Father, has kept us in the middle of transgression. That is when we willfully practice what we know we ought not to. Thank you that your blood covers. Come on, somebody say the blood covers. Your blood covers us. That means it washes us. That means it makes us whiter than snow. And so tonight, as we pray, God, we can pray with strength. We can pray with authority and we can pray with power, knowing that you hear us and you will respond to us tonight. And that's why when we pray, it is not just us talking and then saying in Jesus' name, amen. We pray that you give us revelation, God. We pray that you give us revelation. We pray that you give us revelation. We pray that you give us a plan, then we work the plan. We pray that you give us a plan. We work the plan. The plan has to change. We pray for a new plan. We work the new plan. We thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, and we say thank you. Father, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for your consistency for us. Can you type one thing that God has been to you? We thank you, Father, that you have been a, a way maker for us. We thank you that you have been our peace. We thank you that you have been our shalom. We thank you that you have been Elohim. You have been El Shaddai. You have been Jehovah Jireh. You've been Jehovah Nisi. You have been everything we have needed you to be. You told Moses, my name is I am that that I am, which means I will prove what I am to be. A year, a share, a year in Hebrew, which means I'll prove I'm your father. I'll prove I'm your healer. I will show you better than I can tell you. And Father, we thank you that 2020, you have done just that. You have shown us, God, better than you could, than, uh, you could tell us. You've proven that you would make a difference, like you said in Deuteronomy, between your people and those that are not your people. You've proven that you have the ability to provide for us even in the midst of a pandemic. You have proven for us, God, that you will cause us to even prosper. That means to be shalom, uh, where nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well in the midst of a pandemic. And we thank you, Father. We worship you because you are our Father. That means you are our life giver. You are our Father. And so tonight we celebrate you as our Father. That means you are our life giver. That means you are our protector. That means you will knock somebody out when they mess with one of your kids. You are a good, good father. You are a loving father. You are a caring father. You are a nurturing father. But Father, we also thank you. Here's the other side, that you are a disciplining father. Come on, prayer. Who can thank God tonight? For his discipline in your life. When you went outside of his plan and he had to snatch you back. When he had to come for those edges. Father, we thank you that you are a God that disciplines. That you are a God that corrects us. That you are God that's, that, that, that does not allow us to get off track and do our own thing. We thank you for your correction. Come on. We thank you for your protection, which was in the form, in many cases, of rejection. Father, we thank you for who did not fit in our lives anymore. We thank you for what did not fit in our lives anymore. It was protection, and we give you glory for that. We give you honor for that tonight in the name of Jesus. And Father, tonight, we cast every care upon you. I need you to type anything on the screen tonight, every social network, something that you've been worrying about, something you've been carrying, something that's been heavy. I need you to type it on the screen. In Jesus' name, Father, we cast our cares upon you tonight because you care for us. You care for us. You said that we could cast our cares upon you. That means what we're worried about. That means what we have anxiety about. That means what we have fear about. That's why we don't have to walk in fear. We give it to you. That's why we don't have to walk in anxiety. We cast it on you. That's why we don't have to walk in panic. We cast it on you. That's why we don't have to walk in doubt. It's because we cast it on you. We refuse to walk around not sleeping when you have a gone. 
that does not sleep and does not slumber. There's no need in both of us being up if you're going to take care of it. So we thank you for taking care of it tonight in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we shift our prayers to the nation of the United States of America. And God, we pray for this election. And Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, uh, Father, uh, uh, that your will would be done. We literally committed to you. You are our king. So Father, whether we voted one way or the other way or whatever way, Father, we just thank you. We have the privilege to vote. And in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, that you are God. And it does not matter who sits in the White House because our house will always be next. Next for favor, next for blessing, next for increase, next for uh, uh, your protection. Father, you are our king. And for that, we will not be worried. We will not get caught up into the fear mongering that's going on in America. We will not get caught up into taking sides. We are not those that take sides. We are those that take over. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we refuse to get on the right. We refuse to get on the left. We refuse to get in the back. But, Father, we step to the front and we say now is the time for the most high God, to, for the saints of the most high God to rise up and possess the kingdom. That means who you said you could be, we could be, and what you said we could have. So in Jesus' name tonight, come on, y'all, let's pray. We thank you, Father, that the word says the government will be upon your shoulders. Your shoulders mean your body. That means, Father, that we refuse to look to the government to solve our problems. We have a God. Come on. We refuse to look to the government to solve our issues. We have a God. We refuse to look to the government for our solutions. We have a God. We refuse to look to the government for stimulus. We have a God that says, if you sow, you shall reap. That's my stimulus. That's our stimulus plan. Our stimulus plan says if I need to see greater, I'm going to sow greater. If I need to receive greater, I'll sow greater. If I need to uh, see something manifest, then I'm going to sow. That's my stimulus plan. My stimulus plan is called seed time, harvest time. My stimulus plan is called I'll reap when I sow. My stimulus plan is Luke 6.38. Give and it shall be given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That's my stimulus plan. That's your unemployment plan. That's your business plan. My seed is my plan. We are not dependent on the government. We are not dependent on the government system. We are dependent on you and you are Jesus. You are Jehovah. That means you are not just our savior, but that means you are our Lord. That means you rule over us. That means when you say jump, our response is how high? When you say sit down, our response is for how long? When you say don't do that, our response is what would you like me to do? If you say bark like a dog, then we bark. Just like coming to America in that movie, Father, we look to you. We look to the heels from which comes our help. Father, the prophet or the psalmist was prophesying. Because when they put you on that cross, Father, that cross was on the hill called Calvary, on the hill of Golgotha, which was this Hebrew term, which meant the place of Adam's skull, which means we look to the That's where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. I look to the cross and I get the strength I need. I look to the fact that you could say nevertheless, and that's why I get the strength that I need. I look to the fact that they could beat you beyond recognition as a man, but you still love men. I look to the fact that they can betray you and you not get bitter. Come on, y'all. I feel like praying tonight. I look to the fact that who was supposed to ride or die for you ended up uh, uh, turning you in and turning on you, but you still decided to pour. That's where we look to our help from. We look to the heels. We look to that cross. 
And that's where our help comes from. So, Father, forgive us for ever putting our confidence in a system. We thank you for government. And, Father, we pray for every elected official. Father, their success is, in fact, our success. So, Father, forgive us uh, for praying against, Father, the success of those who sit in offices that affect what we do. Father, we want them to do well, whoever sits in the seat, because ultimately, like your word says in Jeremiah, that when they do well, it causes us to do well. So, Father, that's what we do. But, Father, we will not be worried about it. We're moving on. We're moving on. Come on. I need you to type that on the screen. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on because Jesus is our source. Jesus is our help. He is our provider. He is our king. And so tonight, Father, in Jesus' name, as we go forward in prayer, we thank you that we, Father, now as we are in this new spiritual year, everybody type that new spiritual year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and look at some of the messages about a month ago. We're in the spiritual year 5781. 5781. And in this spiritual year, 5781, Father, we realize that as we are in this new 12 months in the realm of the spirit, we got a three-month head start on the natural year. And so, Father, we thank you that we are going to see you do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. And so, God, tonight we give you glory. Why? That means, Father, that as we, we give you goodness, that means we give you honor, kabar, that Hebrew word we learned last week. Which means we give you weight in our lives. We give you glory, which means we give you weight. That means we give you weight. That means we give you precedent. Because we, Father, are in this time of our Samuel. Father, we're moving on to our Samuel. Come on, we're moving on to our Samuel. Our Samuel. Samuel is the son that Hannah was never supposed to have. Samuel is the son that Hannah prayed for, and it was her miracle baby. Come on. Samuel was the son that Hannah was provoked to go get. And so in Jesus' name, we declare that that's the stage of life that we are in. We are in our Samuel stage. We are in our Samuel chapter, which means we're going to ask for the, of the Lord, and that's what we're going to receive. We're going to pray to the Lord, and that's what we're going to receive. We are in our Samuel we have turned the page. Father, when we are introduced to Hannah, we are introduced to her, God, and we are introduced to her not by her name, but by the name of the thing she prayed for and received. So, Father, we name it. I need you to name this season of your life. I need you to name this season of your life. It's actually the Hebrew calendar, not the Jewish calendar. There's a difference. All right? All right? All right? Watch me. I need you to name this. Name this season of your life. What is your Samuel? Come on. What is it? On every social network, I need you to name it. I need you to name it. And I don't just say bless. You're already blessed. I need you to be specific. Is this your business? Is this is this the season where your business flourishes? Is this the season where you become a seven-figure earner, a six-figure earner? Is this the season where your family saved? Is this the, what is this season? I need you to name it because she named her son Samuel because he said, I asked of the Lord for it and the Lord gave him to me. I was provoked and the Lord gave it to me. I need you to be more specific. Come on, let me stretch everybody down. Be more specific than financial breakthrough. I need you to call this your debt free season. Come on. I need you to be specific. I need you to name it. I need you to name it. I need you to name it. Don't na don't put limitations on it. I need you to be as specific as you can because you are in the Samuel chapter of your life. This is in your Samuel chapter. This is the chapter for uh, for your life where debts are canceled. This is the chapter of our lives, Father, where what we have been working on finally burst. This is the chapter where Harvest Church Atlanta finally is not in delay, but we are able to deliver. Come on, because the pandemic delayed it, but every delay was to our benefit. Come on. 
Come on, whatever it is. This is the season you're learning to use your five-fold gifts. Come on, put it on the screen. I'm going to call it out. This is your se- uh, your debt freedom season, your seven-figure earner season, your millionaire season, your debt-free season, your debt-free season. Come on, come on, name it, name it, name it, name it, name it, name it. You have to name it. Bishop, I just feel like that's naming and claim it. Duh, that's Bible. Call things that be not as though they were. Proverbs 18, 21. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Hebrews, he is the high priest of your confession. What you confess is what he's priest over, which means he prays for you what you confess. He prays for you what you confess. He prays for you what you confess. It's your cash anointing, breakthrough season, season of favor in every area of my life. Business flourishes, debt freedom, soul saved. Come on. This is the season where we see a record number of souls coming to the Lord. Come on. If you're connected to Harvest, you know we got a number for this year. And I just believe that God has got the ability to blow our minds. We want to see people come to the Lord. I need you to name this. I need you to name it. Name it, name it, name it. In Jesus' name we pray. Whew. Amen. Come on. I think I'm what? 10, 15 minutes straight. Come on. I need you to name this. I need you to name this. If you're just coming in, I need you to like this video. Hell, I need you to tell me where you're watching from. I was going to do a W, but that's I don't want to start then. That's West Side. LWS. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Share this video. Share this video if you haven't already done that. All right. Um, listen, you got to name it. I want to start, I want to peel apart um, Sunday's message as much as I can, and I want to cover every aspect in prayer. And again, I encourage you, if you did not um, watch it or you did not listen to the podcast, many of you listen to the podcast. I am astounded by the podcast numbers. Those numbers are through the roof. Um, I am really astounded by the podcast numbers. Um, It's amazing to me. Hey, New Mexico. Hey, Alabama. Um, so listen, in, in, in yesterday's message, it's called Introducing Hannah. And every aspect of this, I want us to cover it in prayer. Because one of the things that's so important to me that what we do is I need, once you hear a word, I need you to just receive it, but then we need to go cover it in prayer. Because once a word is released, everybody listen, once a word is released, I see somebody says, I love the podcast. Once a word is released, that's when resistance is released. Once a word is released, that's when resistance is released. Can we give you scripture to back it up? Um, Peter, Peter says, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. Jesus gives Peter a word. What's the word? Come. The word of God to Peter was walk, 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 walk. The word to Peter was get on the water and walk. So that's the word. As he gets out of the boat and as he walks, what happens? Then a storm starts. Stop. The storm did not start until Peter started following the word. So hear me. When a word is released over your life, when a word is released into your life, You need to then start looking because now resistance has been released. The resistance is to try to get your focus off of the word that was just released. But I need you to make this declaration. I will remain focused. Please put that on the screen. I will remain focused. Yeah, you're not finna mess with me. I got a word. I will remain focused. Come on, everybody. I will remain focused. This is why it is so important. That when you leave church on a Sunday, when you leave or, or online, or when you leave online or church on a Wednesday, or when you get off of prayer, that is so important that you seal what you just heard in prayer. I am very specific that there are certain people and conversations and things I don't want to be bothered with after I have just preached, after I've just released the word. Because while I am preaching it to you, I am simultaneously releasing it to myself. I am very careful 
There's certain conversations I don't want to have. There's certain people I don't want, certain stuff I just don't want to do. I'm not dealing with that because I cannot let anything break my focus on the word that was just released. Jesus says, come. Peter starts walking. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a storm starts. And for many of you, your storm came from out of nowhere because your storm is about the word. You better say something to me. Your storm is about the word. Once the word was released, now all of a sudden the storm now is trying to mess with you. And it's all about the word. That's why it came out of nowhere. How does a storm come out of nowhere? That's crazy. All right. So you got to remain focused. Um, and so in that, I want to cover this in prayer. So I need you like not to be shot like on a Sunday after church. Some of you may just need to look at them calling and not answer. Can I be real practical? On a Wednesday after church, some of you may need to look at the text and just say, "Mm -mm, I will look at that in the morning. If it's an emergency, they'll text me twice. I'm not going to let them rob me of what God just released to me. Father, give us the grace to know what not to engage after a word has been released. Give us the grace, God, to know how to not engage. Matter of fact, give us the grace to disengage from what needs to be disengaged. Give us the grace to disengage from people or conversations or whatever, discussions that do not have to happen right now because they're going to stir up a storm to try to get us off of the word. And we refuse to be unfocused. We refuse to uh, to be distracted because what happened? The Bible says Peter takes his eyes off of Jesus. So can I go deeper in that? Jesus, John chapter one tells us that Jesus is the word. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God, the word became flesh later on in the chapter and dwelt among us. Jesus is the word. So as he gets out of the boat, he's obeying the word that the word spoke. He's obeying the word that the word spoke. Come on. He's obeying the word that the word spoke. So the word says, come, he obeys the word and he's looking at the word the whole time. He's got tunnel vision. Then the storm comes. Bible says the wind was boisterous. One of the Greek words there means the wind began to speak. Listen to me. The wind began to speak, which means your storm has voices. Come on, y'all. Your storm has voices. Who am I talking to tonight? Your storm has voices. It ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna happen for you. Nothing good is gonna happen for you. Who am I talking to? Wait, 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 I'm telling you too. Your storm will start trying to talk to you. Your challenge will start trying to talk to you. Oh, you ain't gonna be able to finish this fast. You ain't good enough. What about your mistakes? What about your failure? What about your daddy? What about your mama? What about your cousin? What about your business? What about this? What about this? What about, oh, your storm begins to speak. That's what literally when it says, and the wind was boisterous or and the storm began, it literally, the storm started to speak to Peter. And what did Peter do? Peter stopped looking at the word, right? He stopped looking at Jesus, who was the word, and he looked over and he started to pay attention to the voices. He starts to pay attention to the storm. And what does the Bible say? He began to sink. Father, in Jesus' name, I rebuke the sinking of everybody on prayer tonight. I rebuke the sink. I rebuke us taking our focus off of the word. I rebuke us taking our focus off of you, Lord, and putting it on the storm. We refuse to begin to sink. We rebuke the sink. And I declare that we're going to walk on water. What does water represent? It means the spirit. Yes, this live will be available for you right after. Uh, and you can get on our app in the podcast. Father, in Jesus name, we are walking on the spirit. We are walking by the spirit. He was walking on water. Water represents the spirit. We are walking in the spirit. We're going to stay spiritual. Come on. We will not be pulled into carnality. We will not be pulled into flesh fights with people. We are not going to be pulled into messy issues with people. We are not going to be pulled into junk with people. We 
rebuke the sink in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. Bible says, and he began to sink. In other words, it didn't happen instantaneously. And for some of you, you have been beginning to sink because you keep getting a word is released. You feel high on that word. You're excited about that word. Then you answer the phone. You were high on that word. You were excited about that word. That word was giving you life. And then all of a sudden you looked at the text. You were high on that word. You were excited about that word. Then all of a sudden somebody called you with some mess. And you got to learn how to tell people, don't call me with that mess. Matter of fact, I'm going to need you to practice it right now. I need everybody who has ever had that happen where you have gotten a word after church, you gotten a word watching online or whatever and all that. And then right after that semester, I need you to practice and say, don't call me with that mess. I need you to type it. Right, let's come on. We're going to practice this thing. You're going to learn this thing. You're going to learn this today. So that way on Wednesday, you're going to know how to do it. For some of you, they don't call you. They wait until you get home because they wouldn't come with you. They didn't want to watch if you came to the building or if you were online, they, they went out to do something else. And then oh, you got your word. Don't come over here with that mess. Somebody said, this happened to me today. I lost focus for a second, but he pulled me right back on. Don't call me with that mess. Uh-uh. I ain't going to be able to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it. Don't call me with that mess. I ain't going to be able to do it. All right? Now, in that, um, with Hannah. Let's move to Hannah. Let's move to Hannah. First Samuel, chapter 1. The book of Samuel is named after the son that she wanted. She, the book is named for what she produced that she was not supposed to be able to produce, which is why I just said to you a moment ago, you got to name it. I want to encourage you. Um, every season of life has a name and a song. Come on. Every season of life has a name and a song. You got to name it. And then there's a song that goes with it. That's why over and over in the scripture, you see things like sing unto the Lord a new song. You see things like that pop up in the Bible because God says, don't sing the song of your last season in this season. I, I don't sing the song of your last season in this season. Don't sing the song of your last season in this season. All right. Um, so last week, as, as we were transitioning into this um, time of Samuel, I, I shared that song with y'all still here. Um, because that was my transitional song. I just started thinking about, um, you know, October celebrates a lot for me. It celebrates a, a birthday. It celebrates a ministry anniversary. It celebrates Bishop Foreman Day in the city and county of Denver and Aurora. It celebrates so many things for me. And uh, and I just st started saying to myself, oh, my God, like, I'm still here. Is there anybody you can testify that you are still here? Like, you've been through a whole lot, but you're still here. Come on, make that declaration about yourself. I'm still here. They lied on you, still here. Tried to tried to cheat you, still here. Tried to set you up, still here. They were digging ditches, but the ditches they were ditches they were drinking or, 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 or digging, they were for them. Still here. You had cancer, still here. You had sickness, still here. You had corona, still here. You had a negative doctor's report, still here. You had to deal with some loss in your family, you're still here. You had to deal with some grief, you're still here. You had to deal with some challenges, you're still here. You had some people that were part of your circle in January, February, come March, they were gone, but you still here. You had a relationship that you thought was going to be your everything, it turned out to be nothing, but you are still here. Come on. A hurricane Katrina survivor. Come on. But you still here. Lost your pulse from a suicide attempt. Come on. But you still here. Come on. Still here. Like that thing just ministered to me in such an amazing way because I was still here. Wow. God woke up with a new son. There you go. All right. Every season, every season has a name and a song. 
right? So when you go in the winter, they call it winter. It's not just cold months. It's called winter. It has a name, all right? Uh, and then every season, a name and a song. So when we look at 1 Samuel chapter, and we're about to cover all this in prayer. Guys, if you're just coming in, share this tonight. If you haven't shared it yet, can I get you to share this tonight? I need you to share, share, share. Let's be digital missionaries. Share, share, share. And uh, we're going to pray that um, one of the things we're going to do is I'm going to do much more texting. Let me just go over here real quick while I think about it. Because these social networks, what they're doing, everybody's noticing it, is that they're messing with your engagement. Meaning that it doesn't matter. Like the Bishop Foreman Instagram has got like 48 or something thousand followers, but they only let a certain people number of people see it. Facebook, same thing. All the social media, they don't let everybody see everything. And so we're going to be doing a lot more texting so that we can connect with you directly. All right. So just so you know that. So just stay tuned to that. All right. First thing, chapter one, this man named Elkanah. Elkanah has two wives. The name of one is Hannah. Hannah's name means God has favored me, but but Hannah lives a paradox of her life because she's favored. She's favored, but she's also frustrated. How many of you can be honest that you know God's favor is on your life? What's favor? Preferential treatment. What gets you favor? Faithfulness. Faithfulness gets you favored. So I know I'm favored because I'm faithful. I know I'm favored, not because I'm perfect, but I'm faithful, but I'm also frustrated. How many of you can, you can attest to that? Well, you already know that there's some areas of your life where you're like, God, I am frustrated. I am mad about that. I'm upset about that. I'm not happy about that. Like, this is a problem, right? Wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. You're just like Hannah. And what I love about Hannah's name is her name means God has favored me, which literally means this is anybody that's faithful. See, this is, hey, Honduras, this is anybody that's faithful. And you need to know your faithfulness has not been in vain. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that like Hannah, our faithfulness is not in vain. Our consistency is not in vain. Us doing the right thing is not in vain. Our sacrifice is not in vain. Father, make that abundantly clear to us tonight in the name of Jesus. Make that abundantly clear to us in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, and we honor you, Father, that just like Hannah's faithfulness paid off, so will ours. Just like Hannah was favored and had to deal with frustration, so will we. But we know in the end, we get Samuel. Whatever we just named, that's what we get. Whatever we just named, that is what we get in Jesus' name. All right, so look, First Samuel chapter 1, verse 2. He had two eyes. The name of one was Hannah. God has favored me. The name of the other is Penina. But I had children, Hannah didn't. So she felt worthless because of what she didn't have. When you are favored, everybody listen to me. Favor is unique because it means preferential treatment. But while you're favored, you're also going to have areas. Please listen very carefully. You are also going to have areas where you feel like something is missing. Even though you're shalom, you're going to feel like something is missing. Because in the Hebrew culture, a Hebrew woman's worth and value was associated with her ability to bear children. And so if you couldn't bear children, I'm so glad God has evolved because women, hear me. Your ability, your value is not lucked up in having kids. Your value is not lucked up in having babies. Stop thinking the only way you're going to be somebody is if you get pregnant. The only way you're going to be somebody is if you get married. Baby, you better be somebody before you get with somebody. Otherwise, you'll be a nobody with somebody that ain't nobody either. I hope you caught everything I just said. Do not think that your value is, oh my God, if I had a child, I'd be great. No, for some of you, listen to me, for some of you, you may never have a child because you're going to birth a business. You're going you're gonna to take care of your nieces and your nephews. You're going you're gonna to do things that, that, that you may not have children. Do not get caught up into thinking that children are your only value. For those of you that do have children, thank God for children and raise your children up. You need to do like 
Hannah did. Hannah gave Samuel back to the Lord. Those are not your kids. Those are God's kids. Come on, every every woman that has kids and every father, if you have kids on here, just say, those are God's kids. I need you to type that on the screen. Those are God's kids. Those are God's kids. I need you to put that on the screen. If, you have, if you're a father or mother, yeah, because those are God's kids. So I'm thinking these are yours. They are not your kids. They are God's kids. He trusted you with them to make sure you give them back to him. Parents, you're responsible. One of the greatest things my mother did was she gave me the freedom to grow and to develop and to be who I needed to be because I came out the womb a lion. I had a Bible and a briefcase. I came out roaring. I came out aggressive. I came out an alpha style male. I came out that way. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And one of the greatest things she did and she shared with me something that she prayed to the Lord and she prayed to the Lord that, that she says, Lord, I give him to you. Um, and my whole life, I didn't know that she prayed that prayer until yesterday. And it blessed me so. During, during worship, um, it blessed me so. It blessed me so. All right. Those are God's kids. Those are God's kids. Those are, those are God's kids. You give your kids back to the Lord. All right. Your kids back to the Lord. All right. So listen, um, in that it says, and um, the other, the name of the other one was Penina. So I want to cover two things. One, the first part of this I want to cover in prayer is that um, you don't feel worthless because of what you feel is missing. And I need you to, let's have an honest moment in prayer. Um, can you type on the screen, type in the chat, something that you think before today you thought was missing? Everybody, woman, man, boy, girl, tall, short, whatever, type it on the screen. Type it on the screen. Something that you feel is missing prior to today that you felt was missing. What was it? Was it money? Was it relationship? Uh, was it was it accomplishment? Was it a degree? What was it? Whatever you felt like was missing, put it on the screen. Everybody, come on. Every digital platform. If you have a Harvest Channel or you are on the um, uh, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, you won't be able to chat, um, but, what, uh, but just say it. Family, money, marriage. Come on, I'm reading your comments. Just put it on the screen. Family. Come on. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Something you thought was missing. Guys, you were Bishop Foreman, so you're in a safe place. Like, you don't have to worry about fronting with me. Fronting is a is a Southern word for pretending, all right? You ain't got to worry about fronting with me. All right. Support. People in my life. Relationship. Money. What else? Money. All right. Come on. What else? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. All right. Talk to me. Accomplishment. Going to college. All right. See, Listen. Listen, consistent prayer life. Listen, many of the things that you thought were missing, I need you to listen very carefully. His favor made up for those things. See, maybe you didn't have the degree, but his favor made up for that. Maybe you didn't have the employees you've needed for your business, but his favor made up for that. Maybe you didn't have the support you thought you needed for your life, but his favor made up for that. You know how I know? Because you got it done anyhow. You got it done anyhow. When you have favor... Often it is to uh, it is to make up for an area where there's going to be something you feel like you're lacking. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. When you have favor, it is often to make up for something you are going to think you were lacking. So here it is um, that Hannah is favored. Penina has kids and um, Hannah does not. Father, give us the grace to realize that what we thought we were lacking, it was not necessary. But in our season of Samuel, we're going to get both the favor and we're going to get what we thought we were lacking. We're going to get both the provision 
and we're going to get the double portion. We're going to get that thing that we thought we lacked in addition to the favor that we have in Jesus name. Come on, let's go. I got eight minutes. I got to go. Um, so what happened on the day, verse four, first Samuel one, four on the day, Elkanah sacrificed. He gave portions to Banana, his wife and her sons and daughters, but to Hannah, he gave a double portion. He gave a double portion. The Bible says Elkanah loved her, even though she, uh, the Lord had closed her womb. So let's deal with this. The Lord is the one that shut it down. There are certain things in your life that came to an end and you couldn't pray your way out of it. And that's, I need you to, I need you to be okay with this. God allowed it. Father, give us the grace to be okay with what you have allowed. Oh my God. Give us the grace to be okay with what you have allowed. Give us the grace to be okay with what you have permitted. Give us the grace to be okay with what you have allowed to happen. Give us that grace, Father, so that we do not miss what you're doing in the realm of favor because our frustration is so overwhelming. In Jesus' name. All right? Come on, I got to move fast. We're praying fast. Now, look, um, Hannah got double, even though she couldn't have kids. She got double. Guys, if you haven't shared this yet, share this. Hannah got double on every platform. Hannah got double, even though she couldn't have kids. Which means what Hannah got, Hannah got a double portion. And these were sacrifices that they were given. So they would go up during one of the Hebrew feasts. And then uh, Elkanah, as the husband and the provider, he would give to Banana her kids. They would go sacrifice. They would go sow to the Lord. He gives to Banana, Panana, or excuse me, Hannah. Uh, and Hannah is able to sow double. I need you to catch this. He gave her double in order to sow. And for many of you, in the areas where you felt like you lacked, if you pay attention, you had another area where you were able to make up for it. God essentially paid you and made up for what you did not have. He made up for what you did not have. Come on. He made up for what you did not have. Father, thank you. Open our eyes tonight, God, to see where you made up for what we did not have. In Jesus' name. Now, look, I want to get to this place. Elkanah's name, and this, this, is, this is something, I'll go into this deeper on Wednesday. Elkanah's name means God pays for. I could throw the chair. Elkanah's name means God pays for. So literally, Hannah is married to a man, El, meaning God, Kanah, Elkanah. Elkanah means God pays for. God pays for. I need you to hear me. God does not intend for you to go through any pain and not pay you for it. He does not intend for you to go through any heartache and not pay you for it. He does not intend for you to go through any loss and not pay you for it. Do you hear me? When David was getting ready to fight Goliath, he says, he goes, he says, well, listen, I'll fight Goliath, but here's what I need to know. What is the man that beats him? What is he going to get? And they said, here are all the benefits you're going to get for beating Goliath. I need you to hear me. God is a God that does not intend to have a bill. God is not going to be left with a bill owing you anything. Come on. God will not be left owing you anything. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that in this season of our Samuel, what we asked for, we thank you, Father, that provision like we've not experienced or seen before, that it shall be ours. Why? Because you intend to Elkanah us. You intend to make sure we are paid for every ounce of pain, for every ounce of heartache, for every ounce of difficulty, for every challenge. You intend to pay us back. You are the God that pays for. You are the God that will not leave an outstanding bill. You will not have a debt. Oh my God, when it comes to us. Come on. You will not have a debt when it comes to us. 
in Jesus' name. I got to move fast because I got five minutes, y'all. Um, and I'm just covering some things from Sunday's message in prayer. It says, and her rival used to provoke her grievously. This is Penina to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. Um, so it went on year by year. And here's the principle. Some things don't change because they're designed by God to change you. Here's our prayer. Our prayer is that you would see what has not changed. So you will see how it changed you for the better. All right. How many of you type on the screen, if you're on a social network, some areas in your life that have not changed, that have not changed. But if you look at it, it's changed you for the better. Like it's not changed. The truth is it's not changed, but it's changed you for the better. Can you just, can I get a few of you to just type it real quick? Can I get a few of you to type it real quick? An area that has not changed, that has not changed, but it has changed you for the better. Because this went on year after year, year after year, year after year, year after year. This one on family dynamics, but it changed you for the better. Come on. What's another area? Relationship with your mom, but it changed you for the better. Come on. Y'all talk to me. It's changed you for the better. There it is. Changed you for the better. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. What's that, Rev? Come on. I y'all tell me an area where it is not changed, but it has changed you for the better. The principle is really simple. Sometimes your family, I see you. Sometimes the, the principle is this, y'all. Your prayer has to shift. And this is how you know you're maturing in prayer. When your prayer becomes God, whatever I'm supposed to learn from that, I want to learn it because I don't want to repeat it. Whatever I am supposed to learn from that, I want to learn it because I don't want to repeat it. Father, in Jesus' name, whatever we are supposed to learn from what has not changed, we are open to learn. Father, forgive us for being know-it-alls. Forgive us for thinking that we got it all figured out. Forgive us for thinking that we have the answer to everything. Forgive us for that arrogance and forgive us for that pride. And in Jesus' name, we pray, Father, that we will learn whatever it is we're supposed to learn from what has not changed because it was designed to change us in Jesus' name. Um, guys, I'm running out of time. I got two minutes before, uh, uh, before we got to wrap up. Um, I want to get to this last piece. Um, that even while Hannah was being provoked, she practiced faithfulness. Now, um, Wednesday's message, I'm going to tell you the title. Y'all ready? Wednesday's message is, I know she didn't. <laughs> Come on. Wednesday's message is, I know she didn't. That's Wednesday's message title. But oh my God, the revelation in that word is going to be, what did I say on Sunday? Stupidly, ridiculously awesome. Um, she practiced faithfulness. Even though she was being provoked. And here's the one I'm going to pray for. I want to pray for your consistency. I want to pray for your consistency to the right things because faithfulness is consistency. See here, we know we can trust God. I want to ask you a question. Can God trust you? Can God trust you? That's the last thing I'm going to have time. Actually, no, I'm going to get one more thing in there um, in prayer after that. All right, Father, we pray for our faithfulness. We pray for our consistency. Father, in Jesus name, we pray that during this time where all things are new and things are different and things are happening, that we will remain faithful even when we're being provoked by a rival, even while we are being provoked to grievously, which means it's irritating us, it's causing issues, it's causing problems, that we, God, will be consistent, consistent to worship, consistent to prayer, continue to log, uh, to consistent to church online, or if you can come in the building, consistent in the building. Consistent in serving, consistent in giving, consistent in forgiving, consistent. We pray for our faithfulness. Hannah was practiced faithfulness even while she was being provoked. And God, that's what we pray for. 
This last thing that I want to get in prayer. And while I'm getting this in prayer, if you have any prayer requests on every digital platform, I want you to type it in. Any prayer requests you have, type it in. No request is too big. No request is too small. No request is too big. No request is too small. Every platform, type in your prayer request. Guys, if you haven't shared me, go ahead and share me. It's not about sharing business informant or bullshit business informant. It's about sharing prayer so we can get prayer out to people. Y'all know when I give, I'm going to give word. Y'all already know what I give. I'm going to give it from the word and all of that. All right. So that's what we're doing when I ask you to share. Um, now, listen, uh, uh, listen, um, Penina's name in Hebrew, it, it's got it's got these two meanings. Um, I focused in on one of them on Sunday. It means jewel and, and pearl. A jewel meaning a precious stone, which means your paninas have value. Your enemies have value. In numbers, the Bible says our enemies are our bread. That word bread there means that they are meat. They are sustenance. Can I be honest with you? Your enemies have produced the best version of you. What has come against you is what has made you stronger. You don't build muscle without resistance. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, show us how to be grateful for our paninas. So as how not to be bitter at our paninas. Father, give us the grace to not be bitter. Give us the grace to, Father, in fact, celebrate our paninas, to celebrate our paninas, to celebrate them. Not because we're grateful or because we're celebrating what they do or how they irritate us or how they uh, uh, provoke us. But we're celebrating the fact that you are literally making us better. You are a value to us. Them lying on you was of value to you. Them telling stories about you was of value to you in Jesus' name. Now, listen, um, but then it means pearl. And this is what I covered in the message yesterday. Go watch it in our app, YouTube channel, podcast, Facebook page. Um, a pearl is formed when an irritant enters an oyster. And as a defense mechanism, it secretes a fluid to coat the irritant. Layer upon layer is deposited on the irritant until a pearl is formed. And it takes three years to produce a high quality pearl. In other words, um, penina literally is an irritant. It irritates you. And how does it, how does it get inside the cell of an oyster? It finds an opening. What's irritating you found an opening. And that opening became the place of your provocation. Um, and you have been provoked. You have been provoked. You have been provoked. You have been provoked. Somebody says, Bishop, you prophesied yesterday about a settlement. That that Take that word. Um, I want to pray that everything that's irritated you, that it would now go through its evolution to become a pearl. So here's what I need you to do before we pray this. And guys, we're two minutes over, so I need you to do it fast. I need you to just type on the screen what has provoked you. Now, don't say a person's name. <laughs> all right. If you want to give initials, reverse them. <laughs> all right. If it's a person, you know, you say whatever you're comfortable saying. You grown. You can say what you want to say. Um, just, just you know, if you put their name, you just may start something later. Okay. <laughs> I saw you on prayer. Talk about I irritate you. All right. Okay. All right. Then you're going to have more irritation. Okay. Whatever has been irritating you. Um, I want you to type that on the screen. While you're typing that, I'm going to cover your prayer request. Father, in Jesus' name, I cover every single prayer request right now that is listed. And I pray, Father, that you would bring strategy. I pray that you bring solutions. I pray that you bring answers. I pray, God, that you would be the God that answers them. You would give them strategy. You would give them what to do. You would give them how to do it. In Jesus' name, I speak answered prayers. And we pray that these prayer requests turn into praise reports in Jesus' name. Now, Father, everything that we have listed, that's a penina, that's an irritant, that irritate us. In Jesus' name, we call the pearl out of that thing. Hey, 
We call the pearl out of that thing right now in Jesus' name. Meaning we expect there to be value to come for that. Pearls trade. Y'all ready for this? At $1,500 a pearl, dirt is free. Father, we thankful that, Father, what started as something that added no value is about to put $1,500 it's about to have value. It's about to add value. We thank you for our panitas. We thank you for our irritants. And we pray now, God, that they would quickly become pearls in Jesus' name. Guys, I know I'm moving fast because I'm out of time. So y'all know normally I give you some time, but I'm moving fast because I'm out of time. Um, I want to say this. If if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, tonight's your night. Like literally, whatever platform you're on, tonight's your night to come to the Lord. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, stay on tonight because God came to get you on prayer tonight. Thoroughly, like Bishop Vaughn, my relationship with Jesus is like a complicated relationship status on Facebook. Tonight, I need you to be sure on every digital platform, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, Harvest Church Network, I need you tonight. If you're not a Christian, want to become one, come. If you've fallen away from the Lord, come back. If you're not sure, be sure. On three, I need you to do that hand wavy emoji or say, it's me. One, two, three respond right now. Don't think twice. Don't hesitate. If you're not sure, I need you to be sure. Please become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I need you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me right now. I'm giving you a five. I see you. Come on. They're already responding. Y'all five. I'm gonna give you five seconds. Four. I see you. Come on. Three. Come on. I see you. Come on. Respond. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation. You're in the safest place tonight. We love you. Two. I'm waiting on you. I see another hand. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm waiting on you. One. I see another hand. Come on. Come on, hands are still coming, y'all. Hands are still coming. We got to celebrate this. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Let me tell you something. When you connect with Bishop Foreman, uh, uh, whether I'm your pastor or not, let me tell you something. We're going to keep it real so you can heal. You never got to feel shame in a place that's designed to bring, to bring change. Come on. I gave you five seconds, but I still saw hands coming in. I will wait for you. Many hands tonight coming to the Lord. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. I see you. Or be sure. I see you. Come on. Do y'all see this? It's me. There's hands over here. It's me. There are hands over here. Come on. On Facebook, on YouTube. Come on. Come on. Do it, God. So many that are coming to the Lord tonight. Amazing. I want everybody. You can keep responding. Even if you're watching on the replay, you can keep responding. I want you, everybody, to pray this with me. I don't care if you went to school with Jesus. I need you to pray this with me. Say, Father. Thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. Say, thank you for dying for me because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, I need you. If you just prayed that prayer, here's what I need you to do. I need you to text this decision. Text the word decision to the phone number 59769. Guys, can I get you to put that on there? Text the word decision to the phone number 59769. So many hands came to the Lord tonight. And I need you to send that text because what we're going to do when you send it, we're going to shoot your text right back to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle so um, that you can be faithful. Because I saw several comments, but I need to be faithful. I need to be faithful. Listen, the best way to be faithful is to connect to a pastor and connect to a church. And if you'd like to connect, if you'd like to make Harvest your church and meet your pastor, we'd love for you to do that. You can go to the website, harvestchurch.church. You can find out more about that. You can get our app. You can connect with us that way. Um, guys, I am amazed. Every time I send out um, those calls uh, on um, when I do those periodic check-ins, those calls go to over, uh, I think it's over 
it's between 2,000 and 2,500 households that those calls go to. Thousands of people that have our app. And so to God be the glory. So I'm so grateful. Why am I mentioning that? I'm just mentioning that to say, but God be the glory that God is reaching people in an amazing way. And guess what? We are all in this thing together. Last thing I want to say, if prayer was a blessing to you, I certainly encourage you um, to sow into it. You should bless what blesses you. How can you sow? You can go to harvestsearch.church forward slash give. You can do that way. Um, you can go to um, Cash App if you want to use that. Harvest Church Give or Bishop Foreman with the number one. Can I get a few of you all to put that on every platform? And you can certainly do it that way. If you want to sow, always bless what blesses you. I'm sowing tonight. I'm a believer in sowing. I believed in giving before I was a pastor. I just know that it works. I've watched it work. I'm sowing and I'm going to sow. I'm going to go back to this scripture. Uh, I'm going to sow. It was that first time you're one in 20. So I'm doing a $20 seed tonight. Uh, I'm targeting my seed. Some of you may want to do 120. You may want to do um, you know, 20, whatever. If you don't want to sow, don't sow. I believe in sowing. The Bible says, given it shall be given. I'm sowing a $20 seed tonight. That's a simple seed, um, but I'm sowing that tonight because I believe that's where uh, uh, Hannah said in 1 Samuel chapter 1, I'm naming him Samuel because the Lord gave him to me. Come on. Thank you so much for your prayers for me. I love you guys so tremendously uh, and so much. Again, do not be worried about the election tomorrow. Regardless of how it goes, God is king. All is well. Things are good. You're going to prosper. You're going to prosper. Regardless, don't be worried. Do not get into worry. I, I literally, I had to turn the news off. I said, y'all ain't finna worry me. I got too much good stuff going on. You ain't finna worry me. Um, so don't do that. All right. So if it bless you, then I harvest church that church for us. give harvest church give or bishop Foreman with the number one. If you want to use cash app, PayPal, Zelle, Vimo, you can use um, harvest church give. Then church on Wednesday is going to be. Oh my God! Again, I already told you to know. Listen, I already told you the name of the message. I know she didn't. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you all. Congratulations for everybody that gave your lives to the Lord. God is heaven's happy. We're happy. Much love to you. Shalom everybody. Bam. Shalom, y'all. Shalom, 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 shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy. Eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.